All music in this podcast has been composed courtesy of the great and powerful Ozzed, O-Z-Z-E-D dot net. So, uh, Ooh. you probably deserved it. I did, and then they took out my call. But Liam, on Christmas morning, Liam was up at uh, 3.30 in the morning, peeking his head <laughs> in our room. Oh my god, that is horrendously off-key. And welcome back to the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. This is our first podcast of the new year. And I am Al. Hello, I'm Travis. I'm Kyle. Hello, fellas. What's <laughs> going on? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, you guys. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. No complaints. You? Good, good. How was, uh, how was the holidays with the kidlets and the fam? Good, good. Had a nice time. Um, kids opened their presents in about 15 minutes. <laughs> and I got nice. hit by a four-wheeler power wheel. So, uh, Ooh. You probably deserved it. I did. And then they took out my coffee table also. <laughs> so, it probably deserved it too. It did. It was being a bastard. But um, yeah, it was pretty fun. Kids had a good time. Got to spend some time with family. It was nice. Oh, awesome. What about you, Travis? It was, uh, it was good. Very busy, but good. Um, it took the girls probably about half an hour to open up their gifts because they actually stopped halfway through and started playing with stuff. That's cool. So that was it was nice. It was weird, but it was nice because normally they just want to be completely rabid and just tear open everything. <laughs> but uh, we got we actually got the girls a uh, Super Nintendo Classic. Oh, nice! Which they've been loving. They uh, they've been playing a lot of uh, um, Super Mario Kart on there, and they're really enjoying it. So it's cool. Mode seven. Yeah. Mode 7 mapper, baby. I remember that took forever to emulate. Yeah, but it's good. It was uh it was it was a really successful uh Christmas, I think. I got a I picked, I got a, actually a pretty nice chunk of games as gifts. Yeah. Um any any uh, highlights? Yeah, I got a Disgaea 3 and 4. Uh Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse. Oh, nice. Um Draken for Super Nintendo. Oh, I terrible game, but I love it. Game. <laughs> I loved that game. Uh, what else? Um, what else? My mom, my mom got me a copy of Breath of Fire Three, which I already had. So then she, uh, oh, she uh, she returned that and got me a Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, which is awesome. Yeah, it's a very good game. And uh, yeah, I think that was I think that was it for for Christmas gifts. Cool. I say I say that's it. Like yeah, there was one or two of them. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you get any games? Well, let's see. Um, <clears throat> my wife got me a Steam gift card, and okay. <clears throat> with that, I picked up some some pretty neat stuff. I got um the what is it, Bomber Crew. 
and I'm, uh, it's this really neat game. I don't know when this came out, but it has kind of Minecrafty graphics. Oh my god! All right, wait, we're still here. <laughs> I, I hate these headphones. It, I got like this two foot cable, but um. Yeah, so it's this, you got this little bomber crew, and you gotta, like, outfit and upgrade your plane, and you have to try, like, they get better as they go, and you fly these little missions, and, like, it's just, there's a lot of charm to it. Um, It's just a a good, like, pick-up-and-play for, you know, 20 minutes, half hour. Excuse me, go do something else. Um, Hmm. That's pretty cool. (laughs) It it is. It's It's a lot of fun. Um... Let me see what else did, did I get. And then I got a couple things on the Xbox, uh, just because the deals were insane. There were some really, really good deals. So I wound up getting... Um, I had Walking Dead Season 1 and Walking Dead Season 2 by Telltale. Uh, I'd gotten that through um, Gold Games. Uh, you know, It was just a free game for the month at one point. And okay. I wound up grabbing, finally installing those... And um, Am and I had spent the good portion of this vacation going through, you know, both seasons of it and really, really enjoying it. I mean, the the characters, the writing, the story is just really, really well done. And uh, so I wound up getting season three so we could keep playing that. And I got her the, uh, well, us, the Michonne one that Telltale did. And so we've just, we've been playing that and having a lot of fun. And then uh, I got myself. So it was like it was like five bucks off this one website with a coupon for the digital code. Um, Borderlands Two: The Handsome Jack package. Oh, the, the, the Handsome Collection. Yes. Yeah, I'm eyeballing that myself. Oh, brother, you got to check that out. Yeah, I love Borderlands One. Well, this doesn't have Borderlands One to my knowledge. No, but I <clears throat> I never got to play the second one. Oh, the second one is so, like I love Borderlands one. The second one is so much better. Hmm. Yeah, the second one is is absolutely amazing. And uh, yeah, it has all the DLC, and it comes with the the prequel, pre sequel, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. pre sequel. <clears throat> There's that, and then um, I also got Tales from the Borderlands by Telltale. <laughs> and uh, nice. Oh, it's great. I mean, again, it's if you like the Borderlands look, feel, and humor. I mean, you got to like the Telltale games, which I do. I, I've always loved adventure games. And, uh, yeah, it's it's great so far. So it's a nice little haul for, you know, very, very cheap. It's not bad at all. Yeah, GameStop's doing their buy two, get one free used games right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, nice. eyeball, I'm eyeballing the Borderlands Handsome Collection and uh, some Lego games. So I might go, go in it. there. And, yeah, I might do it. It's I highly recommend it. It's worth it when they do it. Because I'm just, I am having way too much fun with Borderlands 2. If only you had an Xbox, we could play together. I know. Well, you know, Jonah's trying to pawn his off on me, but I just, I don't have, I just don't have the money to buy it right now. I was say, do it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's debating. A, it's a great system. I'm having so much fun with it. I mean, some of the stuff is just really, really good. You know, my thing is though, I already have a PS4 and a PC. Yeah. I mean, how many sack? How, how many? Um, how many exclusives are really for the Xbox that aren't going to come out? Like Forza. Uh, I, I think it's just Forza. I don't Gears play of War and Halo. And that's I, it. I don't play Halo. Forza's so, pretty sweet though. 
Forza is awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a phenomenal, and not even so much Forza, which I love, but Forza Horizon. But that's on PC. It is. Yeah, you can get Forza Horizon Three on PC. Did you get the Hot Wheels expansion? Because huh. I've heard that is dope. <laughs> no, I never. I didn't even get it for my computer, but I might too. That sounds pretty awesome, dude. From everything I've heard, that Hot Wheels expansion is the bomb. Speaking of expansions, did you get the Ninja Turtles in uh, Justice League? I got not the Justice pack, League, but League they're of not Le- out yet. Oh, that sucks. Lame. I was pissed yeah. off about that, but yeah, I guess they're coming soon. But um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pick that up. Injustice too, yeah, it's very, very solid fighting. <laughs> I, I said Justice League. Yeah, I meant Injustice. <laughs> uh, that's what I meant. It's definitely Injustice League. League. <laughs> the story in it's really, really twisted. I've never played the first one, but they do a nice job of recapping. And uh, hmm. ooh, messed up. Man, if you if you buy all the DLC separately for. Uh, Injustice 2 on Steam, it's like $153. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. That's dumb. That is dumb. <laughs> it's just way too much. $6 for a character it just seems way too much to me. Yeah, that's why I didn't touch those. Hmm. Yeah, they were, they, were doing a, they were doing a sale on that. It was like, what did I pay for that? It was like 12 bucks for Injustice 2. And, hmm. then, <clears throat> and then like I got the the turtle pack and the Hellboy pack for like I think it was eighteen bucks total. Okay. Not bad. No. I, again, like it, it, whatever you know, whatever you want to say about like Xbox and exclusives, there's one thing they hit a home run on this December from like December tenth until the New Year. They were just running the most obscene sales, like half off on some games that are still pretty much new. Like you could get Origins, I think, for thirty bucks. AC Origins. Yeah, it's not too bad. I know PlayStation. They had some. They had some decent deals, uh, but just I don't know. There wasn't really anything that was really jumping out. Except uh, I picked up Hellblade. Oh, yeah, what do you think of that Sacrifice? So I like it. It's very story driven. Um, it's pretty simple fighting mechanics, but they work. They work well. So. Um, Norse, it's like Norse mythology. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know exactly what happened yet because they're started. They're just like feeding the story as I go along. But uh, looks like pretty much the Northmen or or these demons killed this girl's love interest, and she's huh. just going, she's just going ape shit, and I you're going in and killing gods. Yeah, um, it's pretty awesome. It's just a horror type game. It's messed up. You have to play with headphones in because okay. like there's constant talking in your ear while you're playing. I was going to ask if you're playing with headphones or not. Yeah, definitely. Because I've heard that the experience is just nowhere Amazing. close to the same without them. No, nice. yeah, you have to wear headphones because you know people are talking. Like it's supposed to be people in your mind talking while you're playing, and right, right. really sets the mood. And uh, yeah, it's pretty creepy. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah, I've I've heard really really good things. I think I was mentioning it to you guys on one episode. Like, I have a couple friends that have uh, have you know mental struggles, and. Um, Especially one friend, he was like, "Yeah, I had to stop playing with the headphones because I wasn't quite sure if it was the game or me." <laughs> I said, "So they're getting it right then." Yeah, yeah, they got it pretty good. So I, th- I think it actually won uh, best audio design. Yeah, it did. It won best audio design for the Game Awards for 2017. Wow, that makes I, sense. And I believe the, it. Uh, won uh, also Games for Impact and had the best performance no uh, for Senua. 
So yeah, it won uh, three awards. Wow. The game and it's it's beautiful too. The graphics in that game are insanely good. Oh, they look good. Every video I've seen looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and you notice I notice sometimes when games look that good, the fight I don't really like the controls or the fighting. It seems kind of slow. Like you hit a button and they don't like they have to right. go through the whole process of swinging the sword. It's not really fast. Doesn't really seem to be the case in this one. It's they got the fighting mechanics down pretty well. Oh, nice. Cool. So, puzzles are good. Good game. I, I got to check out at some point. Yeah, it was 30 bucks on PlayStation. I don't know if that's a deal or not, but I think it was worth every penny. That sounds about right so. for now. Mm-hmm. It came out in September, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right now it's on sale for on Steam for 22.50. Hmm. Yeah, it was about 30 bucks for everything with on, on PlayStation. So, yeah, not too not too far off. Good game. I'm trying to think. Kids. Kids got a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> As they always do. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was um it was a really cool Christmas, like uh, on our end, because like they're both old enough to get the whole Santa thing. So it made it really fun. And um <clears throat> I thought for sure Christmas morning, you know, because Paige is such a a wiry kid. Like I figured she'd have been up at like five thirty, you know, sneaking out of her room. I mean, she's only four, but I figured she'd be sneaking out to go check out the presents. And, uh, my youngest daughter, Mia actually got up first and she kind of forgot what day it was. <laughs> she's two and a half. So I picked her up and I said, somebody was here last night. She goes, Oh, who? And I'm like, Santa. She goes, Whoa. And <laughs> took her out of her room and just kind of, like let her peek her head over the railing to the downstairs and all you see is this huge pile of presents under the tree and she just goes whoa and I'm like nice what do you think and she goes there's a pink stroller down there got <laughs> 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 her strollers for her dolls like there's a ton of wrapped gifts but we had those just sitting out in the open she's like there's a pink stroller and then she gets downstairs and she looks and she goes oh and a purple one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was cool it's that's the the coolest one of the coolest events with uh was having kids is is watching their eyes light up and just get so excited on christmas morning oh man like it just it made you know our christmas that much more fun and then you know her sister didn't get up till eight o'clock almost an hour later you know and it, it was kind of tough because like Mia's sitting there, she's like, I want to open. We're like, no, we got to wait for Sissy. And, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we hear, like, this loud thump upstairs, which is usually, you know, Paige taking her drinking cup that she had the night before and throwing it off the top bunk so she can get down the ladder. We're like, oh, Sissy's waking me. He's like, good, let's open. <laughs> <laughs> Seven o'clock, I'm jealous. Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, that's kind of the average. Man. And, uh, we get him in bed by... Like seven seven thirty. So, the hours are in bed by eight o'clock, and uh, let's see, Calvin's generally up by five five thirty. Oh, screw that! But Liam on Christmas morning, Liam was up at uh three thirty in the morning, peeking his head <laughs> in our room. Nice, yelling, yeah, Daddy, Santa come yet? I'm like, no, go back to bed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so he got up again around like six. Calvin was up a little before six, so <clears throat> we were done by six thirty. That's cool. Yeah, it was quick. Santa come yet? No, dude. So I snapped, no. go back to bed. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, actually, the cool thing, um, Paige got an one of them got an etch a sketch, and uh, or that might have been from her. Is that from her birthday? I'm trying to remember now. But yeah, that was like one of her things she was playing with all day. Which nice. I thought, yeah, I thought that was cool. Like, oh wow, it's come full circle. <laughs> but um, yeah, so they had more toys than they knew what to do with. And uh, it just, it made it fun. We had family up. We actually hosted dinner, well like brunch and then dinner the next day. And uh, it was just great not having to go anywhere. I mean, yeah, like, you know, I had to clean and stuff after, but when we were done, just put feet up and relax and you know, not have to drive to three different houses. That's the best. Yeah, so it is nice. Freaking awesome. <coughs> and uh, but yeah, it was a good holiday and a very good New Year. Um, oh, actually, did you guys see this? You guys got Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you guys see for New Year's Eve for the kids? They made a bunch of like New Year countdown videos. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Anne found that, and she's like, "You have to check this out." So we we wound up putting on one of them for the girls, you know, right before they went to bed, and we did the whole Happy New Year thing. You know, they had like sparkling grape juice, and it was just really cool, you know, to be able to involve them. And I, I just I thought that was a brilliant idea on Netflix part. Yeah, I think they I think they started that last year. Huh. Um, I know we watched a couple of them. I think they had like three last year, well, but I think they had like seven year. or so this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really, really wild. <coughs> um, yeah, it's definitely cool that they do that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Oh, and I guess this kind of goes hand in hand with our retro news uh, once we get that far. But yeah, my, my brother-in-law uh, hit a home run that we realized was a bit of a foul ball, and then he, he uh, wound up we wound up like going on his insistence and remedying it. Um, it has to do with the. Genesis, the uh, you know Genesis console with the games built in that could play the cards and stuff. But uh, unless you guys want to go to retro news now, sure, why not? <laughs> All right, so that brings us to retro news, 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 news. news. <laughs> 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 so yeah, um, I forget who actually makes it. But there was two different versions of the console. Uh, AT games. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, AT games. AT games. So yep. there was one that was like twenty bucks cheaper, and that was the one we had initially. You know, had the component cables and everything. And so Christmas night, you know, it was just me, the wife, and the kids. Kids go to bed, and we're like, "All right, let's play some Sega." <clears throat> so I'm hooking it into the TV. And I played a little Shining Force, played something else. Um, something that had Mortal Kombat 3 got really excited for a second. And then I realized <laughs> it was like the crappy vanilla MK3 that only had like eight people. Oh, okay. It wasn't the ultimate one. I was like, ah, oh, hell with that. And um, so, but it was, you know, I was still enjoying it. And then my brother-in-law gets there the next day. Like, Am Am was playing Sonic. Like, we were having fun with it. And he gets there the next day, and he goes, like, we've put in Sonic, and all of a sudden he gets this look on his face. Like, you just literally shit in his cornflakes. And, like, I, I can't put to words how big a Sonic fan 
my wife and brother-in-law are. And um, <clears throat> he looks at me and he's like, dude, he's like, what the hell is this? I'm like, what's what? He goes, listen to that garbage sound. He's like, that ain't the right music. It sounds terrible. <laughs> and then it, then it hit me and I actually started listening to it. And I'm like, oh my God, that is horrendously off key. Um, I mean, I'm sure you can YouTube it. Just like AT Games, Genesis, non-HD, Sonic Music. It is painful once he pointed it out. And it was like, oh, crap. Like, we can't do this. And he's like, I just read the HD one that we didn't get is much, much better. So we wound up going down to Walmart, I think. I can't even remember now. Walmart or Target. And, uh... <clears throat> returning that one and then getting the HD one, which absolutely remedied the sound issue. Um, nice. A bit of lag in the wireless controllers, but I've read you can remedy that just by actually getting a regular Genesis controller and it'll work fine. Um, <clears throat> and that one, the HD one actually had better games. It had all four fantasy stars. Or maybe it was just two. Oh, th- cool. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I think it had all well, four. Two, two through four. Or two through four, that's right. The first one was a Master System game. Well, it has Master System games. Oh, it does? Okay. Yeah, it had a few Master System games. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it had like 80 games. Now, I'll, I'll disclaimer with like 30 of them are like kind of garbagey homebrews. Like, you know, hmm. nibbles and other assorted garbage. Um, <laughs> but... The rest of them are really good. Like, it has all three Golden Axes, Altered Beast, um, almost all of the Sonics, except, obviously, for, I think it's Sonic 3, because of the music, <clears throat> the music license or whatever. Um, okay. There's always been issues with that and, and bringing that over. But um, I, I got to say, man, for its price, which wasn't that bad, um, we, we've had a blast with it. Good. Yeah. You had some thoughts on that. I'm curious to hear them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have heard nothing but bad things about this company. Um, yeah. That their their hardware is just really bad. Uh, lots of con- uh, input lag. Uh, obviously, lots of sound issues, as you experienced with oh the first one. The first one, like, oh. unplayable. Like, how, like, it's like Ross said, how did Sega even allow them to put their name on it? Yeah, it was, that's, that's kind of surprising. But I guess they did a better job with the HD one. But yeah, I am personally looking forward to uh, the RetroBit uh, partnership with Sega to see what RetroBit pulls off because they make you much better that. hardware. You mentioned mm-hmm. that last cast, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what games they get. Because again, if I had a real complaint with the games, they, they did get most of the heavy hitters. I mean, I wanted to play Fantasy Star 4, I could play Fantasy Star 4. You know, so the games mm. are okay. The lag, <clears throat> the only time that um, my wife's really noticed it, I don't really play too much on there where I would, but uh, Amber was saying the Sonic 4, you know, bonus stage with the spheres where you got to, like, go blue to red and, you know, circle them and they become... Oh, green. yeah. So, you know what I mean? She said it's yep. really noticeable there to where it's, like... It makes it much, much harder. But, um, 
but yeah, I mean, again, I could see, I could see the complaints there, but I, I would say in comparison, though, you know, for twenty bucks more, it's a much better version. But I don't even see how they let the other one out the door. Like it was unbelievable. Like I'm actually gonna try and find, see if I can find it real quick. But if you want to go over your retro news, I'll look for a sound clip for it. You just have to hear how awful this is. Well, I just I just want to say real quick, uh, I don't think it's that far fetched that Sega would let that out the door. Yeah. Um, seeing as how they let how many terrible Sonics out the door, <coughs> they really don't seem to care about their brand all too much. Yeah, I guess no. you're right. Because Sonic has been pretty much trash for a long time. Of course, you know. With the with exceptions of like generations and mania, um, a lot of the recent Sonics have been bad, and they still keep pumping those bad ones out. So they don't stop. Nope, they oh. won't either. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let me know if you guys can hear this. This is a side by side comparison. I can't hear crap. Nope, nothing. Yeah. Might have to edit that one in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well, it's, it's it's probably recording on his side. So, well, no, I just, <laughs> just figured. Audio. It, I thought it would pump through. It's not even playing it very loud on here, to be honest. Oh, okay. just put put the link on Discord. We'll check it out then. Yeah, let me uh, let me throw that on there. It's so bad though. Like, there's a there's there's not caring about your brand, and then there's literally. Like, here, why don't you shit on us and try to sell that? Did you play Sonic 06? Um, (laughs) I don't think so. You should. Play that. No. (laughs) Then you'll know exactly where we're coming from. Just look it up. Don't don't even play it. Just watch some videos on it and you'll get it. Play it. You should play it, though. Play it. What system? Xbox. Uh, Was it 360? Yeah. Really? They did it. Whoa. Just looking at some stills. Oh, you know this is good. Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 Xbox 360 Angry Video Game Nerd Review. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to check it out. Oh, yeah. Looks pretty bad. But, uh... Anyway. So, what's, what's, uh... What's next in Retro News? Um, well... There are rumors that, and I'm sure you guys read this already, but there's rumors that there's going to be a, a Nintendo Direct in mid-January of uh, this year. Enlighten me. What is a Nintendo Direct? It's kind of like how they bring um, new games that are coming out, news about their games and about the company. Uh, oh, okay, okay. It's generally it's just an update for Nintendo. Okay. But they bring it they bring it to the public, and sometimes they show new games that are coming out. They'll give you a timeline of games that are coming out for 2018. So, um, you can look up what games are coming out for, or it's it's all rumor right now that this is coming out. But supposedly, when it does come out, they're going to have new video for a Metro Metroid Prime Four. There's which, been a lot of rumors about that lately. I'm pretty excited about because I love the Metroid Prime series. Yeah, so good series. I'm looking forward to if if I really hope this uh, rumor turns out to be true. So the first I'd one was stoked. on the, the Wii, right? GameCube. GameCube. First two were on GameCube. Third one was on the Wii. I had the one on the first Wii. That was great. 
Yeah, it was. The first, the, the two on the GameCube are awesome too. I highly <laughs> recommend. Yeah, I never had a GameCube though. Might have to check in the uh, computer GameCubes. <laughs> or you could ask me for one. I have four. Jesus, how did you get four? Do you have a Wii? Yes, I have. A, I have two Wiis. No, I meant. I'm, I'm sorry, Al. Do you have a Wii? I do actually. Well, you can emulate it on the Wii. That's true. Yeah, my true. brother, my You'd brother-in-law actually... can uh, crack it. You know? Oh yeah, you can crack no. it, or or the Wii no, will the, play the Wii GameCube plays games. GameCube games. Really? Yes. Yeah. How did I not know that? Because you're slacking. I'm stupid. I could have been getting into GameCube games because there were a couple that I wanted to play. Well, now you can. Damn. Yep. You know what one of my favorite ones was? I remember I was working at C-Panel in Houston at the time, and we played uh, on the GameCube Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I think it was nice. called. That that action. Yep. Diablo action. Yep. Oh my god, was that fun? I remember me, <clears throat> my coworker Glitch, mainly me and Glitch just playing that for hours. You know, he of course he was Deadpool, and we were just having a blast with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good stuff though. I'm trying to think if there's any other retro news. I feel like I'm missing something that was kind of big this week. The holidays killed me, man. I don't know about you guys, but like just being away from work that long and forcing my brain not to think, I think I went stupid for a day or two. <laughs> yeah, I'm still pretty stupid. I walked into work yesterday or today and they're like, how you doing? I'm like, don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um... I'm good. It was just nice to be uh, away. <laughs> yeah, anytime you can get some downtime. Sorry. <laughs> anytime you get some downtime, it's worth it. I needed it too. Like, I, I'm I'm so busy at this job that like the fact that I'm able to literally like my vacation started on the 18th, and I didn't even check my email to see like what was waiting for me when I got back until the 27th. Nice. I, I just completely unplugged. And you know what? I ain't that far behind. Nice. Literally, really like, <clears throat> like only two major issues came up, and I solved them within you know an hour or two of being back. And I was like, this is so much better than other jobs I've had where I had to be like constantly watching email, <clears throat> even when I was off. Sorry, Travis. We got to get you out of there, buddy. No. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually uh pretty solid where I am now. No, I know you were saying that. I'd still say you work too hard, my friend. You work too hard. I I yeah. But I don't know. It's just cuz we love you. Every other Friday makes it worth it. Yeah, for real. I can see that. <laughs> but, all right. Uh, well, only other news I'm seeing here is um Nintendo has sold 10 million Switch consoles yes. in less than a year. That's that's that's, that's actually that is actually what I wanted to talk about. My brother and I, brother-in-law and I, were talking about it um, over Christmas, and that is huge. That is huge, huge news for Nintendo, and I'm really, really happy for them. I think it's their fastest-selling console ever. I believe so. Yep. I mean, there's no argument. I played my brother-in-law's Switch over the holiday too. I had so much fun with it. I got to get one. I, yeah, there we go. Nine episodes in a row, I've said it. <coughs> if any of you listeners want to get me a present, you know what to get me. <laughs> we'll but, start a GoFundMe. Yeah, right. Get out of Switch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it is such a solid, solid system. I mean, you could tell they really 
<clears throat> they took what they learned from the Wii U and just made a Which... really, really solid handheld and portable. You know? And by learning from the Wii U, they learned just don't do that again. <laughs> ever. See, I don't agree with that. I loved principles of the Wii U that they put into the Switch. I think the most revolutionary thing about the Wii U that I, I, I don't feel like a lot of people really appreciated enough was the fact that you could decouple it from your television. And you could just go play it somewhere. Right, but they also had like their first party stuff had so many terrible gimmicks. Oh, it was horrible. Like Star Fox, I remember just being Yes, Star Fox. Dirt. Well that was the worst that was the worst example. I mean yeah. that that was that was dumb. Summit did it really good though. Like I thought that zombie game did it really good. Uh Zombie U. Zombie U. Yeah. Wind Waker H D did it perfect. Yes. Using it as the map screen and your your items. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. I think they just—I think they leaned too hard on that peripheral. I think you're right. They—they they tried to force it too much, and then uh, the Switch is kind of like the very best of the 3DS, the Wii, and the Wii U. I mean, really. Yeah. It's—it's it's the best that's of all. Good time. I mean, that's, that's really like they—they they learned from everything and just made such a unbelievably solid system. I saw that like I—I I just couldn't help but be happy because like I was reading stuff that said you know if the Switch doesn't sell well. Nintendo's thinking of getting out of the console market. No, I see. I think that's crap though, because <laughs> I mean, look, the GameCube did pretty well. The Wii did gangbusters, and then yeah. you know the Wii U is a hiccup. Well, so they have one yeah, one yeah, failed system. Don't get me system. wrong. I, I I'm believing wherever I read that from was just a Nintendo hating source. Oh sure, I'm. Oh, and then there's there's many of them, and there's a lot of people who said that. But I just I just think that's silly because Nintendo has. I mean, look at look at the, the original Wii. Nintendo. The Super Nintendo did crazy. The N sixty four did fairly well. The the Wii did incredible. I mean, I think the Wii is still the best selling console, right? Or one of. I thought that system did obs- probably. I thought it did obscenely well because it had the the crossover market, you know, of adults and parents and. I mean, shit, my parents got a Wii, if that tells you anything. My parents haven't bought a system since Nintendo. Like, the first Nintendo, and that was more for me. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, my friend Nick had brought over the Wii. My parents played uh, Wii Sports, and my mom wanted to play bowling. So yeah, it looks wanted... like... Sorry, go ahead. No, it was like my dad went out and got her a Wii. Yeah, it looks like PlayStation 2 sold the best. Mm. Go PS2. And... D- the Nintendo DS is a close second. Oh, yeah, I, f- I, f- I forgot about the DS. That thing sold like freaking crazy. It was such a phenomenal system. Yeah, I really like the GameCube. Well, a GameCube suffered, in my opinion, from a problem that the Wii U had. And they just did not have, if I remember right, a solid starting lineup. Like, I think a lot of stuff was still in development for it. Because I remember... Yeah. <clears throat> I remember when they previewed it at E3... They showed that incredible uh, video of Link and Ganon kind of squaring off. You guys remember that? Like, yes. You know the one I'm talking about? And I just remember everybody was like, oh my god, this looks amazing. And like, then you didn't hear anything about it for months. Except that they were working on it. It's like, <clears throat> you know, at least with the Switch, they had Breath of the Wild out in a relatively reasonable amount of time. 
and they also had you know some really solid games to start it off. But, yeah, the um, the GameCube had an absolute terrible launch lineup. Dude, that yeah. I remember that being spectacularly bad. Except Luigi's like, Mansion. Luigi's Mansion, uh, Crazy <laughs> which is, Taxi, which, which was done to death already. <laughs> yep. And I oh, would say Super Monkey Ball was good. Um, Rogue Squadron was good too. Uh, yeah. I thought but that was. I, a pretty it was, good one. I was not. That wasn't. You know the quote-unquote killer app, though. No. Right. That wasn't that solid Nintendo. Like Luigi's Mansion was was really good. And Monkey Ball was okay. Crazy Taxi's okay. Rogue Squadron's okay, but was they didn't the have anything app? that was a system seller. What was the um, GameCube? The I don't know what the first one would have been. <laughs> Wind Waker. I was going to say, was it Wind Waker? <laughs> or Metroid. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and I feel like Nintendo had the same problem with the Wii U. Like, they didn't have that, aside from Mario, they didn't have that major flagship, you know, other series to bolster it. Well, you know what else I think hurt the GameCube too. I, it didn't. It wasn't a DVD player, also. Yes. Yeah. That hurt. The oh page. no! Their, their killer app was uh, Smash. That was the first one. Was it really Smash Bros. Yeah. was the first one on the GameCube? Dece- December second, two thousand one, which was just after release. Such a good Smash, Smash Bros. That's where it, it started. Okay. Me- Melee was on the. Uh, oh, Smash was Bros. on the GameCube. Melee. Yeah, Melee is still one. the most popular one. That's one of the best. The one for the Wii U was really good too, though. Oh yeah. yeah, but yeah, melee. Yeah, that yeah, was melee. one my, bro- my brother-in-law brought over a ton, and we played the hell out of that on the Wii U. It was good, but yeah. Oh, Smash! It. Smash was our first set. Huh? Didn't know that. They're doing it right with the Wii U or the Switch. I'm telling you, so it was good to see. Yep, but, uh, it is good. All right. Well, that's all the retro news I had. <laughs> yep, I got nothing. I'm empty. All right. Then that will bring us to the retro question of the bye week. And I believe I asked this one. (laughs) Yep. What is the first game that had a crafting slash cooking system slash element that you really enjoyed? And what made it so enjoyable? Kyle, how about you go first? Oh, okay. Um... I'm going to have to say World of Warcraft. Very uh, good crafting system. Yeah, I think it's excellent. Very polished. Um, as far as why, I just think it's because it's polished and uh, it, it's there's so much you can build and do in that. Mm-hmm. Um, a craft, not build. But So I would say that one. Um, I actually, I'm not big into crafting in games. Uh, Guild Wars 2 was okay, and I, I'd have to say I like how they do it in the new Zelda Breath of the Wild, just cooking. The different meals that you can make, it was kind of fun to see what you can throw in there and what comes right. out. Huh. And his re- and his reaction, if you make something Awful. if you make something gross, <laughs> he's just like, ugh, right. you know, his reactions are pretty cool to that, but yeah, I'd have to go with probably a pretty popular answer for World of Warcraft. No, it's, it's a good answer. That was a complex in the amount of stuff that you could do Simple, Overwhelming. Simple mm-hmm. in the process of how to do it. The one I have is a little bit more involved, but I'll, we'll get there. <coughs> I guess. All right, so that was yours? That's mine. So mine's going to be, it's a toss-up. Um, I would say, I, I have two. Lord of the Rings Online, for a similar mm-hmm. reason to WoW, in that the the 
breadth and depth of what you could do was pretty awesome. And everything from, you know, furniture for houses, or my favorite, and this was the one game I thought did it really well, was you could be a cook. And I was a cook, and then you had a, a secondary profession for gathering, and I was a farmer. So I could grow my stuff and then cook it, and the cooked items give you like half hour to hour long buffs to strength or you know mental powers whatever and it was it was one of those like I could if I was short on money I could always throw it up in an auction house and people will buy it you know for the next raids that everybody has max stats or whatever and <clears throat> I always found the crafting in Lotro to be very especially the farming because I, I had a house out in the Shire so like it was just such a relaxing thing for me like just to sit there you're listening to the amazing music in that game and just cooking and farming. I don't know. It, I still log in like once in a while just to uh, pay my house bill and do that. <laughs> but again, it's a relatively simple crafting system. You can add like um, items to enhance your chances for you know critical successes. But taking another step, and this was one I still haven't seen really replicated that I thought they did really well, was EverQuest 2. Yes, dude. Yes. Did you play that? Crafting? <laughs> yes. I freaking loved that crafting system. One of the best crafting, interactive crafting systems I've ever, ever played. Yep. Um, not one of my favorite games, but again, <clears throat> you want to talk a game where like I went all the, all in to get like master, grandmaster, whatever the hell you want to call it. It was a headset. Yes. I'm, I'm going to chip. I'm chipping in for that. <laughs> that would be great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I mean, what would you say, Travis? It was almost like a, it was like an enemy encounter. It was an action crafting system, is yeah. what I like to call it, because it wasn't just pick your thing and make it, and yeah, as long as you have the the components for it, you're good to go. Yeah, but you, had, you actually like, had to pay attention. It was actually a mini game yeah. for crafting, and you had skill bars so. related to that trade. Where like, if you were making a sword, it would be like, you know, if something would occur, it would be like heat flare. And you have to hit your quench skill. Yep. You know, or if you didn't and you failed, you'd get like bad failures or crap items and stuff. It was, I've never really seen anything like it since. I, but I yep. thought it was great. The only other game that had a similar system, uh, which was <clears throat> quite similar, uh, little differences, but was uh, Vanguard, uh, which oh, unfortunately yes. is no longer with us. I remember Vanguard. I really enjoyed that game, but yeah, no more. Well, it depended on who you picked for a start. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, it was, it was tough. Well, it's not even that. I was in the beta for that one, and um, so I played it on release day. Depending on what race you picked in Vanguard, like you actually had a starting story and something yeah. really fun that got you in it. And then I picked Barbarian or something <laughs> like that, and I started in a tent in a desert, no quests. <laughs> like, yep, parts, I do remember that. Parts of that game were so unfinished, but I agree with you. I mean, for one, the uh, it ran rough, but the idea behind it, there, there was so much potential there, it just got wasted. Yeah. Like, I loved the idea that they tried something different with that diplomacy system. Yes, they, dude, I was just thinking of that. That was really nice change from your typical MMO stuff. And it was it was fun, but then they just forgot about it, which was sad. Yep. But, I mean, the, the what they wanted to do with that, I was so excited for, to where, like, you could change you know, an alignment of a town or something, you know, if you worked at it hard enough. It just, they had so many great ideas that just never made it. And 
I agree with you. I'm sad that it's I'm not so sad that it's gone. I'm sad that it never reached the potential that it had. But yeah. So that's me. <laughs> so now I guess it's me. <laughs> it's you, Travis. I am going to go with uh, the game that um, introduced me to MMOs, uh, which was Ultima Online. Oh, that's another good one. I forgot about that crafting system. The uh, the crafting system in that was uh, it was it was fairly simple, but you had you know it wasn't just you know the, the same with like you know WoW and and similar wow. uh, titles where you pick the item you want to make and it just flat out makes it. Um, you actually have a percent chance to make the item, and you had to work had, in that one. Yeah, you really had to work, and you had to go collect your uh, materials by chopping down trees or mining, um, and it was just nice. And there was a lot of items you could make, and a lot of different trade skills you could sure. do. Um, so, like I know my my main character uh, when I played way back when was uh, a GM carpenter, GM uh, blacksmith. Oh. GM Miner, GM uh, Lumberjack, and GM Tinker, <laughs> and a couple other things. And it was just, it was nice to be able to just, whatever I needed to make, whatever I wanted to make, I could make it. And, you know, didn't have to rely on anybody. <clears throat> and it was just, it was just a lot of fun to be able to kind of be truly self sufficient in a game, which you can't do that in MMOs anymore. There is no more true self sufficiency. And don't which there forget. Was in Ultima. And don't forget. You could also get semi-famous from your crafting in UO. Yeah, because true. Not only would you have you know vendors in your house to sell your stuff, but it was one of the first games that I remember. Once you hit Grandmaster status in your trade, and you successfully crafted an item, if somebody clicked on it to look at that sword, it would say, you know, a masterfully crafted longsword by a soda bread. Yep. And it would have your mark on it, and people would know, oh, that guy makes swords. I'm going to go find that guy and have him make me an axe. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. Yeah, God, that, God. I know Luke. <laughs> I'm sure if Luke listens to the episode, he will happily jump in uh, some discussion in just the hours and months we spent GMing our trade skills and uh, <clears throat> doing uh, Death Star runs with the Chris knives. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun because it was I don't know it was to me it was very unique at the time. It and was. I mean, even still, even still today, playing on some private servers that I've played on, it still feels original. Especially the the earlier versions of UO. Um, for people that are playing it now, it's it's nothing like it was. Oh no! But when it came out, <clears throat> it was kind of a no rules. Um, the only place you were safe were in cities that had guards. Yes. Um, that would, you know, kill anybody that tried to do anything to you. But the second you left a city, like, you know, it's like all those stories you hear of, like, medieval stories of bandits on the road or hiding in the woods. And um, <clears throat> I remember I was in a guild that, and you could do stuff like this in this game if you were, you know, kind of clever. We dressed up in, like, noble-looking clothes, and we called ourselves the Britannian Tax Collectors League. <laughs> and... We would show up. There'd be like six of us. It was like me, Luke, this guy, uh, Jelly. I think it was like the gentleman. I forget what it was like. Something that the Britannian tax tax collectors or something like that. And they they would show up and they'd go to like a a house where somebody was doing their trade skills and they'd be like, "Uh, 
we have come, you know, as representatives of the Britannia Tax League, and we have assessed your sales, and you owe us 3,567 gold pieces in taxes, <laughs> and you need to pay now. And people are like, what the hell? When did this crap start? And it's like, please don't argue with us. We are authorized to, to use force. And like, some people fell for it and handed over the money. Others didn't, and they just got spammed with a court pour. Yep. <laughs> and uh, but it got to the point where I remember somebody had filed a complaint with Origin, and it kind of was up in the air for a while. And they're like, "Look, they're not saying they're Origin staff. They're not saying they're they're not breaking any rules. <laughs> they're right? Just, they're just messing with you." <laughs> and the only the other ones I remember getting involved in with the same guild. Even after I wasn't uh, in that guild anymore, we, they were called the Angry Events. Do you ever remember any of those, Travis? No. <clears throat> we would all create a generic uh, shepherd character so that you have the robe and the crook. And okay. we'd name ourselves an angry farmer or an uh, angry oh, old yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. And, and there'd be like 20 of us. <laughs> And we would just wait outside of a city and like people would walk in and be like, get off my lawn! And we would just start attacking like high-level <laughs> people that were not even hurting. You know, we're just tapping with our shepherds. They'd be like, what the hell? Cut it out! And then you just see, court poor, court poor. Yeah. Oh, God. It was good. It, that was that was good times. I have a lot of really good memories playing with uh, some really close friends at the time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely never forget, you know, all the all the awesome things that I did with them. Yeah. I mean, as you can see, I think for anybody listening, that game really did uh, did create some really, really good memories. It's yep. just it's hard to explain because it was kind of the I'd say it was the first mainstream MMO. Yeah, um, there were a couple others before it, like the Realm or Meridian Fifty Nine, but <clears throat> this Nobody was really knew about them, right? And this was the first one that really, really took off, and uh, yeah, it was just. I'm I'm glad you brought that up, man. I, I I I was thinking about that one, but I was like, ah, maybe it's just too old. But I'm glad you yeah. I'm glad you threw in the hat for that one. <laughs> Me too. Uh, all right, let's check out our save point group, our book club for games, and uh, we'll see some of the responses that we got. I feel like I'm missing a few in here. Like I know Luke had a, an answer that I'm not seeing here. Oh, really? I have it pulled up. You want me to read it? You see Luke's answer? Yep. Okay, yeah, please. So uh, SW Galaxies was amazing due to how hugely varied the ingredients were. It was one of the oh, first crafting yeah. systems I've ever played that wasn't a grind. It was an adventure to the to find the best stuff. You could also make a business out of just harvesting stuff, not making it and all you had to do was find your spot and drop but drop an extractor. Not spend 10 hours a day running routes to get specific ore. He's talking <laughs> about UO. <laughs> yeah. Travis plus one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually I, – um, I played in the beta for Galaxies, oh. and uh, I was a uh, strictly a crafter. Well, my main was a crafter, mm-hmm. and uh, I spent a lot of time just dropping extractors and crafting – random guns and selling them and it was just fun that is it's a plain uh, fun system yeah i'd say uh, up there with everquest and the most fun that i've ever had um i do remember shortly after release it was pretty funny uh, i still remember the guy's name this guy striker just overtook 
that like he was just placing down extractors. And the best thing about SWG that I haven't seen many games do was you could only get player made stuff. Like they had some generic generic items for beginners, but anything other than that had to be made by the players. So you'd see like a a carbine made by Striker, or you know a carbine made by Dreadly, and um, it was a very player driven economy and with a fun crafting system. It was pretty cool. And didn't Travis didn't it have like like there was a bunch of different ores. And that would affect the kind of stuff you produced. It could have like different stats. It was kind of random. Like, I just remember it being yeah. very unique. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that was a fantastic crafting system. That was a good one, Luke. I'd uh, I'd forgotten about that one until you had mentioned it. But um, let's see what other ones we got here. Kyle, you want to read them since you got them all in front of you? Sure. Uh, our buddy Josh. Uh, first, wow. It was the first robust MMO crafting system I'd played a few years before Minecraft generation of crafting games started blowing up. Yeah. Uh, favorite would be Factorio. <laughs> sure, I got the Tetris effect going hard on that one. Visuals, I'm sorry, visions of inserters and belts lull me to sleep. It's beautiful. I Yeah, I've heard that's a... Uh, it doesn't sound like... I don't know. It doesn't sound like my kind of game, but uh, I'll have to give it a try. It's uh, it looks cool though. I'll, I'll give it that much. Very like assembly liney looking. Mm, yeah. Yep. Well, um, I've done that enough in my life. I don't need to play a game about it. <laughs> See, that's like I worked in a factory once. <laughs> Eleven years. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not exactly <clears throat> chomping at the bit for it. But Josh is usually pretty good with his recommends. Um, he is. Yeah. He's yeah. Got, He's got me playing that. There are or they are billions. That's a very interesting game. RTS. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. I'm still playing it, get my feel for it. Uh, All right. So, so next is someone named Travis. <laughs> um, I think what a jerk! He's a weirdo. But he said this answer won't be mine in the cast. But holy crap, a tale in the desert was godlike. Yeah. Everything was crafting. Everything. I, I've never played that one. Um, my boss that I worked with at the time was all in on that one. And, um, yeah, I, I never really got to play it, Travis. I'd love to hear your your take on that. Because I've heard good uh, things. I am – when it comes to MMOs, I am pretty much a crafting fiend. Sure. Uh, I would rather craft than do anything. Uh, I played a lot of Anarchy Online. To the point where I had a character that was uh, somewhere in like level like fifties or so that huh. didn't get a single experience point from killing anything. Um, just just crafting. That's it. So when I played a tale in the desert, I played this probably about uh, maybe eleven, twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played it for maybe six months or so, and it was just you log in, you tend to your farm, you build your house, you create structures with different objects literally you crafted the world that you lived in um and it was not not so much as like minecraft but you it was more just this is you need this stuff to survive yeah you need this stuff to trade and so you make it and that was pretty much the entire game and it was just a lot of fun um a lot of politics in that one too not that not that i got involved in Okay. Um, I just kind of really just stayed back and made stuff. 
because that because I could. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> it was it was a lot of fun. It yeah. was just it, it was just very chill too. Like you weren't any like there was no I never felt in danger in the game. Uh-huh. So I could just do whatever I felt like whenever I felt like and it was just really a relaxing zen like experience to just make whatever I wanted whenever I wanted to. That's you know that's what I heard about it and I kind of kicked myself, you know, for never checking that one out when it was around because I was, you know, obviously into the more action oriented stuff at that point in time. But looking at back on it and just the stories of some of the stuff that happened in that game that people wrote up, like how people would decide features of the game by, you know, getting involved in the politics of it. In it's the actually still, I think it's still live. Really? I yeah. I heard they shut it down. Let me just, um, if it's still on, I might actually check that out. No, it, they, they just had an event on Christmas. Get it's, out! This game is still kicking. Holy crap. <laughs> <clears throat> wow it I'm is still to, going i'm gonna have to play that <laughs> yeah give it a go it's a lot of fun <clears throat> wow I, I might really check this out you know i'm looking at the wiki page now look they're in tale seven i guess yeah, i think that... i played in two i think two was my age wow the graphics look all right Wow, this is really neat, man. I'm glad it's still around. I think I'm going to... Oh, wow. I guess with the seventh one, from a player perspective, the game changed ownership with this telling. The effects of this change are uncertain as of this date. Huh. Interesting. I'm going to have to... uh... I'm going to have to check it out. I always wanted to, never did, so now I still have a chance to do it. I think I'm going to follow it up. Yeah, absolutely. Good mention there, Travis. Yeah, no problem. Kyle, you got any more? Because I've got like one thread where Troy Games said something. Yep, that's, that's it. Yeah, my buddy Troy, uh, this is the last one. The first one that is coming to mind is Star Ocean 2, but I feel yeah. like there was one before that. I'll have to put more thought into it later. Um, so yeah, Star Ocean 2. Never played it. Yeah, as, as I... Re- it, dude. Oh my, oh my God, gosh. Play dude. that game. <laughs> I was never big on crafting, though. Like, I don't know. It, yes, but... You gotta play Star Ocean Two if you are any fan at all of role playing games. Yeah, it is, I am, which I it am is, is definitely uh, up there. Probably, in, I I wouldn't say like the top ten of all time. I would. Mm-hmm. I put it. But in it's top close. 10. I I'd be hard pressed to to sneak it into my top ten, but it's very 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 close. Yeah, hmm. great story. Very like long, but not boring. Um. Good and character. there's so much to do. Holy oh my Jesus, there's so much to do. As I said in the Facebook group, I was the Iron Chef. <laughs> the, one, the one capital city, like one of the skills you have is cooking. And, you know, as you fight and kill things, you get all these ingredients. And then with your cooking skill, you can try to combine stuff randomly. And you'll make everything from like ice cream shakes to pies to whatever. And your cooking skill increases. And I got to the point where I had maxed it out. And then you go to this capital city at one point, and there's a kitchen stadium or something very much like it. And, like, you know, you have the the ingredient of the day, and you got to make stuff with it, and it gets judged. And, and uh, I just – I lost myself in that system. I remember just having so much fun with it. <clears throat> yeah, I've mentioned that before. You got to check it out, Kyle. I think you'd love it. I will do so. Yeah, I just – I was pretty silent because I'm not really big on crafting in games. Usually I just – 
buy stuff or just make what I need at that yeah. point in time. I don't know. I was always like, and wow, I, at our guild, I was the banker. <laughs> we had other people filling the bank with stuff that we could use. But... Oh, Kyle. Yeah, I was healer banker. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. All right. Well, those are our responses on the crafting yeah. question. Thank you, everybody, in the save point for giving your input. And um, this will move us on, to speaking of the save point, to our game club picks that we are currently playing. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, we'll, we'll start with the short play. Cyborg Justice for the Sega Genesis. It was amazing. I hate you. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. God, I hate you. You picked this one. I oh. did. And you know what? You know what? I'm picking the next one, and you're not going to hate me on the next one. So No, I'm actually excited to play yeah. this one because I've heard good things. But, yeah, this one, this week's was Cyborg Justice. I could see why you picked uh, it, looking at it on paper. Yeah. Um, on paper, it sounds like a really great concept. Oh, my God. The yeah, I mean, look, look, you're a robot ripping off arms of other robots and using them and legs and <laughs> and frames. And it would all work great if it didn't control like such garbage. It suffered from the problem that a lot of that generation's uh, non AAA beat em ups suffered from. Oh. And that was absolutely horrible uh, collision detection yeah. and completely unfair enemies. I just um, like oh. the enemies could just, you know, you, like you wouldn't hit them, but then they would hit you back and just, you know, destroy you. And it just, it, I don't know. It made it very frustrating in my opinion. I couldn't play this one too long, fellas. I, I'm really, nope. I'm really trying you. on these, but this one, I was like, God damn it. Can we please get a good one? Nope. I don't, I don't blame you at all on this one. This one was a, a tough play. This was spectacularly bad. Oh. It was, but you know what? I never played it, so it was like, give it a no, shot. No, I, dude, again, I could see why you would pick it. Again, on mm-hmm. paper, this game looks good. But, woof. <laughs> yeah, we'll circle back to the Genesis soon with uh, with much better games. Um, so, uh, but yeah, this, this wasn't good. But uh, I'll just roll into the next game. Um Ikagura, I'm probably butchering that, but um, it's Ikagura, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, it's like it's multi-platform. It's a shooter. It's a really cool space shooter. Um, I played it a long time ago. I'd really love to dive back into it and play it again. But uh, I think you'll like the mechanics. I and, plan on uh, playing that on Dreamcast, right? You can Dreamcast. I think came out on GameCube, and was it on Xbox? I don't remember, but it's right now. It's five bucks on Steam. Oh really? Or, yeah. yeah, it's the same one. It doesn't matter where you play it. I mean, it's all the same. But yeah, I think you'll like this one, um, Al. This is a very fast-paced shooter, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel and like I probably played this before. Now it's that... got a really rocking uh, dodge mechanic to it, so it does. It takes a lot of a uh, lot of patience, but, yeah, but once it's, you get it's it, a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ikaruga, it is. Um. I have to give the again. I, I feel like I played this one before. Now that I'm looking at screens, and uh, yeah, this I'm looking forward to play. This should be fun. Uh, yep. So is our long play done, or do we have one more week? 
Um, it's done. We can talk about it now if you guys played it. I played it. What'd you think? I liked it. Um, I didn't get too far. But I like the the whole robot building, customizing mechanics, and using that to fight for you. It was, it was a really cool like Final Fantasy-esque, but not funny humor kind of... You know, I, I liked it. I liked the the book mechanic and, you know, leveling up. It just, it was way more solid than I thought it would be. And it's one I'm probably going to come back to. Uh, and you can't beat the fact that your robot making lab is a Nintendo controller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice touch. Yeah. It, it had a lot of charm. It had a lot of charm. So that, that, that was my take on Robotrek. I would definitely uh, play it again. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely recommend, you know, for any save pointers that may not have gotten a shot to play it during the long play, you know, give it a shot. It was, um, it was, it was good. It, it's, it snagged me in. I like it. See, now I picked that one. Did you? Yeah. I feel like Travis picked that one. I floated no. it out there. <laughs> I did not, I did not pick that one. So it was Kyle. All right. So you're not all bad then. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Only half bad. <laughs> Um, I do not have a pick for the long play for the next one. To be honest, it's just been crazy with the holidays and work. Um, If you guys have a suggestion you want to throw it out, I was thinking about a Japanese import for the the Saturn called uh, Linkle Liver Story. But I didn't really get too much time to look into it to see if it would be a good long play pick or not. Well, why don't don't we we, uh, just do... Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Let me just throw this out there. I want to throw this out there. Throw it out, man. We'll do the Saturn, but we'll stick with an action with a with a US release. Okay. And we'll play Dragon Force. The only thing that's that's that strategy ish one, right? Yes. That you recommended to me. Um for those who don't have a Saturn, uh, the options that I've found, or at least the working emulator that I found, um it didn't do so well. Sound, Which one did you use? Uh, I mean, look, the sound was real bad. Um, I wonder if can that Demuel do it? No, that does the arcade. Um, Yabouse. Okay. Is that what you used? Uh, I I don't I haven't used any. I have a Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to look. It's uh, actually not recommended um, to use that one. Uh, Mednafen and SSF look to be the uh, recommended ones. Holy crap! This game is expensive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's hundred and thirty bucks. I, had I actually a, just I just I, sold my copy a couple of months ago. I had one left over from my cousin when he had his Saturn and took it to Texas and left the game here. Here's a disc only for ninety bucks. Oh, so you have a copy of this, Alan? Sure. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my Saturn fixed. You just buy mine. <laughs> Maybe depends. I'll check this one out. Okay. I can get the laser for I think twenty to thirty bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Nah, but it's I, an easy fix. But I will say what I played of it. Uh, I actually liked. I just couldn't get over the crap sound in your mouse. Yeah, it's try try one or the other. Try Mednafen. 
That one's Fire. probably better. All right. I'll give it a shot. But I, I would just say, you know, for, but... for save pointers, we might have a little bit harder of a time with that one. But we'll, yeah. we'll give it a shot. What the hell? Hey, we did Nocturne. That was so We good. did Nocturne, and that, that actually emulated very well. Oh, beautifully. Yeah. Cool. Well, we got our short and long play for you. All right. So we're all set there. And uh, I think that will bring us to the end of the podcast already. Jesus. Quick. (laughs) Yeah, time goes fast. It does. It does. uh, It was fun. It's good to talk to you guys again, man. Jesus. It's been too long. It has. On the holidays, we'll do that. I know we've been, I think we've all been busy with our kids and, and our families. So. You know, it was it was nice to have have that time away from work, but it's nice to be back here doing what we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, any uh, anything you guys want to do some shout outs? Um, I'll go ahead and uh, do the usual uh, shout out to, of course, the everyday gamers. Yep. Um, we've got this back and forth going where uh, we you know we shout out to them. And then they shout out to us, and she goes back and forth every time. It's great, uh, which is good though. They're they're good guys, as we say every single time. Yeah, their their um, latest episode was great. Again, um, for people that <coughs> listen to us, that might have checked us out from them, or or went and checked them out on our recommend. Um, their latest episode was great, with a, a little twist on one of my favorite segments of what would Carolyn do as Car- <laughs> Carolyn actually joins the latest episode and oh nice it was very very funny so I highly highly recommend it it was a great episode I listened to it on the way home from work today and uh, yeah as always very entertaining very cool <laughs> um, I also want to give a shout out to um, to all of our listeners uh, oh, you yeah. guys are really the reason why we're doing this uh, you know we definitely want to be out there entertaining and and building a community and, uh, you know, just getting some, uh, good discussion going on about, you know, retro games. So, yeah. Uh, thank you for very much for listening and we, we really do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank very you much. Guys. So, And, uh, we love the feedback we get again, please, uh, give us a share on Facebook, on iTunes, give us a reviews. We would love that. That would be awesome. And, um, if you actually want to, uh, join our group, our game club group, the save point, you can go to tiny.cc slash save point. Uh, it's a Facebook group. So you just need your Facebook account. You can jump in and join us. Uh, feel free to invite your friends as long as they are, you know, retro gamers and not jerks. Because <laughs> we, we do have a really great community and everybody's very, very, very cool. So it's, we're always happy to, to get some new faces in there. Um, if you want to email us directly, if you have any retro gaming related questions or where to find some retro games, uh, email the retro rents at gmail.com. Um, if you, especially if you have questions, you know, if you're a collector, um, you want resources, Travis and Kyle are very much into that scene and might even be able to point you in some, some directions of where to get, you know, lists or where prices, you know, good places to check for prices and stuff. So drop us an email at the retro rents at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at the retro rents. Uh, you can hit me up at retro rents Al. And uh, Kyle, putting you on the spot. Where can they hit you up on Twitter? Oh, man, I have no idea. Retro Kyle, maybe? I don't know. Yes, the correct answer is Retro Kyle. Don't even, don't, 
don't try to contact Kyle on Twitter because that is completely fruitless. Four underscores somewhere in there. I have no idea. I mean, we, we do this podcast together and we're, we're friends. We're friends offline as well. And uh, I, that dude has never responded to me on Twitter. <laughs> Man, I just can't get into Twitter. I, I don't care enough about it. I. <laughs> but Travis and I are, are on Twitter and back and forth quite a bit. And uh, you're yep. what, MSE underscore soda bread now? Yes, MSE underscore soda bread. Uh, I have changed up my name. Uh, why don't you want to know why? why? All right, fine. Um, I am uh, starting a, uh, a an esports organization. Um, we at first were uh, called Team Expotion, and it was just uh, kind of just a, a gathering of people who wanted to be, you know, kind of uh, do the whole positive side of gaming, um, you know, just join up in a community to, you know, talk and, and just be more positive and, and um, you know, really uh, revolve around the community itself. And uh, I decided that I wanted to take it into a little bit of a different direction. Uh, so now we are MSE or Mad Science Esports, mm-hmm. and uh, we are trying to uh, build some teams. I actually think we, we have enough people that we're going to actually start doing some League of Legends stuff. And, uh, you know, we'll see where it takes us and, uh, hopefully, you know, we'll get some, we'll get some traction and start building some teams and, uh, get our name out there. And, you know, still, still, we have a, a, a definite focus on, you know, the positive side of gaming, uh, community and charity and stuff like that. So, uh, if you're interested, feel free to hit me up on, uh, on Twitter, or, uh, you can check out the mad science Twitter at, uh, at mad science ES. And that's about it for that. Excellent. Kyle, any other shout outs on your end? Uh, nope, I'm good. All right, then. So good job, Kyle. Good I, job. I do what I can. <laughs> oh, and uh, not necessarily a shout out because I don't think they need it. But um, I, I meant to mention this too. Uh, Nintendo Power has come back to life as a podcast. Yes, I saw that. Check oh, I saw out. that too. Yeah, it's, I'm going to do that right now. Check it out. It's very good. Uh, the first episode, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, so yeah, Nintendo Power is now a podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> and we shall end this awesome. with a, with a bit of wisdom that. Uh, Here actually, we go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do video game quotes from now on. I think that's a better idea. And so you can save this one uh, for a boss, you know, or somebody that's uh, getting in your way. You say the hands of death could not defeat me. The sisters of fate could not hold me. And you will not see the end of this day. I will have my revenge. Is it God of War? Kratos, God of War 3. Yes! <laughs> Are you a bad enough dude to rescue the president? Nobody is a bad enough dude to rescue the president. <laughs> and on that, will, that will forever be my default gaming quote. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we shall end the podcast with the three baddest dudes of parental retro gaming. Um... <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, everybody, for coming out. As I said, you know, please leave us a review. Please share the link when we send it out. And as always, just keep coming back. Love, love you guys, our listeners, and uh, I will catch you guys soon. And Travis, Kyle, stay out of trouble. (laughs) No, I'll try. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right. Peace, everybody. Good night. Good night.